What is up, guys and girls? Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast. This is your host, Naomi, and I'm here to cover all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset. The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. It is also a place where I talk openly about things that most people just don't want to discuss, like mental health and motivation, just to name a couple. Plus, I'll be here to give you some little tips and tricks on how you can become a more evolved you. So let's get started. Today, we have the lovely Angie on the podcast. She is the biggest ray of sunshine, such a little motivational bubble and all about living your best life. I hope you enjoy the podcast as much as we do. So excited to have you on. Welcome. <laughs> I honestly, this girl is like the biggest ray of sunshine. I say that all the time to everyone. So welcome, Angie. Let's have a little mood breaker. Mm. Um, tell me one quirky thing about yourself. Well, I think we've probably already kind of um, established that I laugh for absolutely no reason and at anything and everything. So yeah. I think the funniest thing is like, I will make a joke. It won't be funny, but then I'll do something else. And it's absolutely hilarious yeah. without even trying to actually do it. So Literally. I think that's just something that I naturally do retardedly, which yeah. is pretty cool. I think. Lovely. <laughs> we could laugh for hours. Literally. Um, so tell the potty fam a little bit about yourself. If you follow my gram, you probably would have seen... And you pop up every now and then. Um, what do you do for work, hobbies, etc.? Cool. So I'm a 22-year-old girl. I live in Cairns, so far north Queensland, and I'm a personal trainer. So I pretty much run my own business, um, all about empowering women and just kind of doing that health mm. and natural lifestyle kind of, you know, overall well-being yeah. kind of thing. Um, I don't really have any hobbies because I feel like my job is a yeah. hobby, but I do love it. So yeah. it's all just like works into one thing. So it's yeah. kind of hard to separate the two because I do it all day, every day, and I just love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much covers me. Yeah. Well, it's a good <laughs> thing about being like passionate about what you do is like yeah. your, your work turns into your hobby, vice yeah. versa. And it's like, oh, there's a line yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. There's a line where it's like, okay, how far do you cross it? And like to keep, you know, life and then business and not go between the two because sometimes it's so easily like you know clients become like your best friends and they're the people you see all the time as well so so you do face-to-face in cans like yes so I do face-to-face in cans I haven't gone online yet because I generally actually like to meet my clients and I like to build that relationship so I'm quite close with a lot of my clients which is amazing like you're either a face-to-face trainer and you love that like obviously Ben my partner loves face-to-face and he could never go online yeah and I'm exactly yeah yeah it's so funny I love that but I you run little boot camp well little boot camps yeah well (laughs) well yeah in cans (laughs) they are pretty little but I'm like I do women boot camps so I'm a female only trainer I kind of I used to train males and then I went over to only training female because I found that there was a massive gap there Mm. there was nothing really in cans happening and I found that it's quite like even myself like confidence is such an important thing and it's like I don't train for physique at all I train for pretty much my health and well-being and Mm. to create you know women to be confident and healthy in their own bodies um, also like, I guess like coming from a dancing background as well, yeah. um, you know, I was dancing with 14 year olds who absolutely hated what they looked like 
at mm. 14 and you it's know crazy. yeah it's just that that was a really big thing that I think spoke to me and I was like I need I need to fix this I have to be somewhat of light in a dark room kind of thing to make yeah. everyone you know I don't know there I was just like a, goosebumps. yeah I'm getting goosebumps too <laughs> you but are like, very much light in a dark room yeah, I'll tell you that but there's just there was just oh I don't know like when we were traveling and stuff like for dancing there was just this massive gap and I just it, it breaks your heart like mm. when you look at other women compare themselves and like you know I'm no saint like I do it myself like I compare myself to everyone like yeah. you know you're flicking through Instagram and stuff oh, yeah you definitely. know we're, 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 it's just what happens but um yeah it was the industry of dance is very yeah. very bad for it I would um I would love love to know more about that but firstly let's just have a bit of a life update so <laughs> what why are you on the Gold Coast for okay. starters <laughs> So I just got married. Yes, um, we we're actually on our honeymoon. So that's why we drove all the way from Cairns up to the Gold Coast. So this is our last stop. So I'm yeah. pretty lucky to end it on a high note with my girls. I'm so excited. Yeah. So yeah, married and that's pretty much the only exciting thing. What do you mean? You've just done like early <laughs> Yeah. So we went to, um, so from Cairns, we came up to Townsville and we went to Maggie Island, Ellie Beach. Hamilton yeah. Island, which was amazing. Totally recommend Hamilton Island to anyone and everyone. Maggie, not the biggest fan. Right. Hamilton is definitely the place okay. to go. Because we're looking at going there oh. for our like anniversary yeah. or Do it. his birthday Do next it. year. Hamilton okay. Island, place Hamilton. to be. Yeah. Amazing. I'll have Seriously. to ask you more about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk okay. hours about that one. <laughs> oh, good. Awesome. Um, I guess considering like the past year and everything like going through mm. COVID and being a face-to-face trainer mm. and then obviously you've had some personal life stuff happen with your relationship and yeah. just everything has gone on. So for starters, tell me a little bit about... I guess, what's the hardest thing that you've been through this year? Oh, well... Even, like, the last yeah. two years, I yeah. guess. It's been So, crazy. well, I guess... So, I reckon, obviously, COVID for everyone. Like, yeah. that was a real dull... But it almost kind of, like... I saw COVID as a chance to be still. Yeah. And to kind of take in every surrounding that I had. Mm. So, for an example, like, that was when I first started to really lift off ANPT. That yeah. was when I really was like, no, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it properly. Yeah, it's during the worst season of life. But honestly, it was almost the biggest blessing. Yeah. I met so many different women and got to actually impact so many new women. Mm. And, like, girls that, like, I went to school with, I was coaching them now. So, it yeah. was like... And you know what? It took one person to ask me. I know. Can you yeah, I goosebumps. <laughs> I'm so terrible. But it, it literally, like, it took one client to ask me if I was taking PTs during COVID to help with her mental yeah. health and just, you know, her partner was away. And t- this day, she's my best friend now. Yeah. So we built a client and coach relationship. Yeah. And now I couldn't do life without her. So, I love that. Yeah. So, but, you know, and... I honestly think that was kind of like the almost the awakening of mm. ANPT, like knowing that like we're built for more, we are able to do more than 100%. just aesthetically looking good. It's so much a mental health and yeah. just overall well-being in mm. a bubble kind of thing. It's such like sense. sounds so cheesy, but such woman empowerment for yes, like this year. Yeah, it's, it, it's been such honestly, a change for everyone. And, and I definitely think like I was talking to Shane, I was like, I'm actually nervous to go home to Cairns. I said to him, I was like, Do you think? You know, the Gold Coast or Brisbane's as clicky as Cairns because Cairns, Cairns girls are very clicky. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, I'm a bit nervous to go home. And he's like, you know what? At the end of the day, and you 
you just don't need to worry about anyone else. You yeah. focus on you and what you do as a business and you go from there because there'll be clicks no matter where you yes. are and no matter where you go. <laughs> Very much. And unfortunately, it's like you stay in your lane or you go through all the lanes and you just want to be an overall you know, person, you just want to love and help everyone. Like kindness kills really at the end of the day. So I think if I just be me and do me, it's, that's Everyone. so good. What a wise, what a wise little hubby. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Um, I know. He's so great. Love him. <laughs> tell me about you two. Where did it all begin? Funny story. We actually met in a gym. So <laughs> three years ago, we met in a gym. And from there, pretty much everything, I guess, was history. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think you're missing the main part. Well, okay. (laughs) Okay, look. So Shane was... So after two weeks of meeting Shane in the gym, we kind of saw each other. We, You know, we didn't really train together, but you know that little flirty gym kind of vibe? That was us. And then two weeks of us knowing each other, he actually had a massive motorbike accident. Yeah. So um, I got a call from his Mm mum on Facebook. Which was, you random. know, very random. I was like, who is this woman calling me? And to pretty much say, look, Shane's told me to call you. He's been in a, in a really bad motorbike accident. Yeah. Um, he's told me to call you just to let you know. And that was pretty much all I got told. So the next day I was right. thinking, okay, I'm going to meet his mum outside the Cairns Base Hospital. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. So... Yeah, he was he was very lucky. Um, yeah. He broke. His, he pretty much smashed his ankle. It was like disgustingly. Yeah, lovely. Ing- yeah, <laughs> and same with his arms. But with his arm, he actually one of the guys on the scene tourniqueted his arms. So if they didn't do that, he would have bled out and died. Oh. So that could have been the end of us. But to me, like I do believe, like like I'm a Christian, yeah. so we believe in bigger and better things. So yeah. I almost, it was definitely a massive blessing and mm. he looks at his life so differently as if he got a second chance. Yeah. So, and that was different for Shane. Like he didn't, like I grew up in church, he didn't. So it was very different, if yes. that makes sense. So, and you know what? I was nine, I was actually 18, just about to turn 19 and he was 26. So there's a seven year gap between us. So at 18, I had to make this massive decision. Yeah. Uh, But for three weeks, I was there every day by his side. Did you say he was in, was he in a wheelchair or crutch? Yeah. Yeah, right. So he was in a wheelchair for, you know, after he got out of hospital for at least just over a month, maybe two months. Jesus. So majority of our relationship, he was in hospital. All yeah. our dates were in the hospital and he was in a wheelchair. So I had to pack and fold a wheelchair yeah. or take it up to the nightclubs if we went out for a drink. I remember when I first like caught up with you and Ken's oh, like a month or two ago. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, when I first met Shane, the first month we literally spent me yeah. wheeling him around in a wheelchair. Yeah, literally. First month of your relationship. That is a builder in itself. Yeah. And so I think we started on a really strong base, if yeah. that makes sense. Oh, 100%. So yeah, we're pretty strong and... Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything. Like I know at eighteen, massive decision because yeah. I was also um, getting ready to go over to Switzerland to dance. Yes. So, now, yeah. segue, perfect timing. <laughs> Tell me about your dance career because I yeah. don't actually know too much about it. So, where yeah. did it all begin? So I'm. So like I said, I'm 22 now. So I started dancing when I was four. 
Now, yeah, so a long time wow. ago. Um, so my sister actually saw um, the Irish and Highland dances on the Wiggles. Huh. So that's how I became a dancer. So like I Irish do, dancing yeah, the whole so, time. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So I do Scottish dancing, which is from Scotland. And um, I pretty much went straight through and training competitions. Yeah. That's kind of where my passion for health and fitness kind of came from. Yeah. So at the age of 18, after Shane's accident, when I just met him, I was actually in prep for dances. This was my yeah. prep. Um, I was practicing in the gym. I was training. I was going to the gym, doing cardio. I was practicing my dance routines for an hour or so. Yeah, and wow. then I was also doing weights. So for me, I was my fittest and strongest then. Very much like... Like a bikini. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah, very yeah. much, very similar, yeah. except for at the same time, I was eating and filling my body with whatever good I food. wanted. Yeah, good <laughs> food, pretty much just whatever I wanted yeah. because you were so exhausted that mm. you needed yeah, definitely. the food. <laughs> and but, it wasn't really about like being as lean as you Yeah, could. and do you know what? And that was one thing I told myself is I never wanted to put pressure on myself to look a certain way. Yeah. At one stage when I danced in Melbourne, before this um, performance, um, I remember my director saying, hey, Angie, you got to drop a few kilos before, you know, your next oh. performance. And I was like, wow, never had that before. But it kind of... It's quite common, though, in the industry. Very, mm. very. Especially with dancers, there is a particular height, particular weight, particular... You're right. You know, everything. Mm. So um, that was very challenging. But, yeah, when I got to Switzerland, I danced there for about two weeks straight. So yeah. in the Basel military tattoo. So... Amazing. Sorry, so if, cool. if you guys don't know, in Scotland they do an Edinburgh military tattoo every um, year, and it's yeah. a massive performance in um, the castle in mm -hmm. Scotland. So they take that around the world and do it in. I've done the Norfolk, Virginia tattoo, so over in America. Yeah. And then my last one that I finished off in was Switzerland, so the Basel military tattoo. Wow. So you get a group of Aussie dancers, which is the Oscott Australia team. Yeah. And um, you've never met each other. You meet up in the location in Basel at the airport and hmm. you start rehearsals on that day of arrival. Yeah, wow. And it's full on because you try putting a five-minute routine together with girls you've never met before and you've each learnt this routine yeah. in your own time and yeah. you put it together. It was amazing, honestly. That's so cool. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, on it, and you'll see me. <laughs> but so honestly, cool. it, that's the highlight of my life. I might, <laughs> I might put the link in the show notes. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, it's honestly... It's very different, but honestly, that was probably just yeah. the top of everything. That's amazing. Have yeah. you ever had to like overcome anything through that in particular? Yeah. Or? So when actually when I was coming home from Switzerland, I was getting ready to go into a champion of champions. Yeah. So which is so you actually have to qualify for this competition. Right. So you have to win a certain championship or be top. Uh, like top three yeah. in the category of your age group and division kind of thing to make it sound a little bit simpler. Mm. Um, and you have to, so you got qualify for it. And when I came home from Switzerland, I went straight into training and about two to three weeks out of the actual championship, getting ready to go over, um, I didn't feel right in my body. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I knew I was sore in Switzerland. I knew my body was starting to ache. Like you've danced for two weeks straight. You've performed morning, night, lunchtime. You're yeah. tired. You're exhausted. So it was kind of like to explain it as I hit an overtraining stage. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I pretty much was just training one day in the studio and pretty much fell to the ground like a sack of potatoes. Jesus. And that's when I knew I was like, this is me. I'm done. Yeah. And it was, it was really, it was really clear, which is so, it was sad because 
I thought I would literally dance for the rest of my mm. life and become a dance teacher yeah. and do that. Yeah. So I did a labral tear in my left hip and um, it's about six millimeters, which I think is what, three centimeters? I don't really know. Oh. I don't know the conversion, but six mil and where it was in the labrum, it's the fibrous tissue. Yeah. So in the position where it was sitting, creates like the most pain if that makes sense so I went through heaps of physio heaps of sports doctor appointments and um my physio was to the point where he was like look I'm a bit concerned like I'm gonna have to refer you because I it can go one or two ways I'm just not sure and I don't want to diagnose it as the worst so it was either going to be a pubic bone fracture which yeah. goes through your middle, um, or a labral tear, which he knew, he thought it was, but he wasn't sure. Yeah. So okay. that's when I saw my sports doctor and did a lot of rehab, and I probably did rehab for. I didn't take it seriously the first time. No. And <laughs> no you one never ever do. Does. No one ever does, unfortunately. So I probably went through about nearly two years worth of rehab. Yeah. And um, I also had a cortisone injection, which. Yeah. For me, was the worst decision. I would never recommend one, but everybody's body heals differently. Yeah, right. So it's it's a total opinionated topic again. What happened there? I'm um, interested. With the injection. Yeah. Okay, so it's a really long needle. <laughs> so you People speak so highly, well, not so oh, highly of them, but like... They can be really good. Yeah. But depending, I guess, what your injury is. Mm. Like, look, it was good for the time. Um, I, I see a lot of shoulder injuries. Yeah, like, a lot of shoulder injuries yeah. apparently heal very well. Mm. Um, in your hip, it actually goes into like your groin. Right. So, like literally, like right into your side. Yeah. The needle's like this long. Yeah. Like, right. It is long, and it's um, ultrasound, so they can see where it's going in. Um, when they put the needle, I cried the whole time. Um, I actually felt it go all the way through my leg. Yeah. Like you get this. Like sciatic. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Like just this tingly pain, and. Honestly, the worst feeling I've ever felt. Um, they say that you can usually walk straight away. Mm. I couldn't. I was in so much pain that I was limping. I couldn't feel my hip. I was very uncomfortable. Did it help at all over the time? It masks it. Right. So um, when I started training again, it's hard to explain. Like, it felt like I had a rubber joint. Yeah. So it's okay. almost like when I squatted, I couldn't really feel it. Right. Okay. So it just felt weird. I couldn't do it. Like I can't do a lot of plyometric lunges. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's just a few things that like squats I'm good with now. I used to be very uncomfortable. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's like, it takes a long time. And honestly, look, if you go through your rehab, do it properly because it's worth it. Look, I can yeah. vouch for that one too. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Look, we'll yeah. never listen to the people who know the most, no. but You'll, it's almost like a PT, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, you'll learn the hard way. Yeah. Um, you always seem like you're such like a bubbly ball of life. Yeah. Have you ever go like through doubts of or waves of doubts or like lack of motivation? Um, mm. I'm sure we all do, but like yeah. how do you generally overcome that? I think sometimes I I actually feel like I'm the person who has to keep everyone <laughs> happy, <laughs> if yes. that makes sense. So, and it's funny because Shane says like, you're always doing everything for everyone and always being there for everyone. Yeah. Um, but you have to look after yourself. Yeah, well. you definitely do. Um, I do love knowing that my friends and family mm. are okay though. I think it's super important to, especially in our industry to help as much as we can our yeah. loved ones, because you know, it's, we, we know, mm. we know what the human body does. They don't. Yeah, and definitely. we know what our mentality is and what benefits we get from it. So I think if we can give that and help as much as we can, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, 
Yes, of course. I go through the worst lows as well. You know, sometimes it's almost like you wake up one day and you're like, what is my purpose anymore? Why do I even do this job? I'm so tired. I'm so drained. Yeah. But I think it's knowing that you're impacting an Mm. individual's life who that moment you talk to them could change their whole world. Yeah. I think that's super important. And, um, it's funny, like actually talking now, it's making me realize why I love my job so much because, you know, I've been away from home for a month now Mm. and you know, I miss your girls. I do. I miss my girl (laughs) girl so much. But, you know, like, we'll always go through our highs and lows, um, and it's okay. Mm. Like, I think that's the biggest thing to let everyone be aware of. It's okay Mm. if you don't train for a week. It's okay if you don't train for a month. If you want to have a year off, go for it. If that's what's going to help you, do it. Yeah. Because I think we go through those seasons where we generally need to. Now, I didn't train up until my wedding. I think I gave myself two weeks off before the wedding and then a month off after. Cause I was like, I'm kind of sick of it. I've done it so much now every day for yeah. pretty much so many years of life. But yeah, I think, you know, I, yeah, I think it's super important for like emotional standpoint for you to actually go through what yes. you're trying to work through. Otherwise you'll yes. never get overcome it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I try to tell myself that all the time and I think everyone does, but like yeah. actually processing the emotions or whatever it's you're hard. trying to overcome. It's really hard. Yeah. You need to do it. Otherwise you'll never move past. Yes. But like from a point of view of like a, like a gen pop person or a normal mm. person, how would you suggest them to overcome their self-doubt or like their issues um it's a hard one because every individual is so different (laughs) I know like okay let's narrow it down general population (laughs) um I think it's knowing that one you're going to be okay and don't compare yourself to others easier said than done but Mm. if you can literally just block out you know, the world for 30 seconds and just kind of be like, okay, what, what do I want to accomplish today? Yeah. What do I, if you need to, if you're a journaler, journal it down. I'm not, I don't journal at all. Mm. And I see people doing, I think it's amazing. I just physically it's, I don't like writing. I don't like reading. Yeah. Um, but get out in nature. Hundred percent. That's the my, sun. Oh my god! Yeah. I love the, the water. <laughs> the water. Yes. So many positive ions. Just either yeah. the beach or a mm-hmm. lake. So I literally. Good. So this morning, um, I went down by myself and spent an hour on the beach, mm. and I tanned. But I just and I listened to a podcast, and I just I was like, you know what? It's just I feel great. Yeah. And it sometimes it's just getting that little bit of vitamin in you or. Just yeah, 100%. Nature, if I ever, like, nature always helps. Yeah, if yeah. I ever have a girl just having, like, a client having a, mm-hmm. a little breakdown or a mini episode for the day, yes. and they're just like, I just need advice. It's like, go outside, yeah. go for a walk, get go off your phone, do something. Yeah, just get, off, get off Instagram. Be present. If, yeah, <laughs> because you know what? Our society today is. I know I love Instagram, but it's a love-hate relationship. It can be so terrible, especially for women yeah. um, because of the comparing, because of the, oh, but look at her. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, we only put on Instagram what you want to see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, you know, don't – I think sometimes we do overlook – we look at that too much yeah. to be like, this is – what's accepted mm. this is what we should be yeah because you know what there's such a bigger bubble than that oh definitely you know like literally yes top advice go outside get fresh air nature have yeah. a fresh juice and put your worries aside yeah. literally because <laughs> it's not even it's not worth doubting yourself yeah life's too short life oh, is way 100%, too short 100 mm-hmm. just live in the moment and just yes. 
have a big breath, basically. Yeah, pretty um, much. I'm being a reflection as yeah, well. Yeah, so. I probably think that's probably not really the best advice, but it's... It will help someone, surely, in a way. But it is the best advice to actually do. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to tell you, oh, go to the library, get these books, read this, read this self-development yeah. book, because you're going to look at me and be like, I don't want to read. I'm I just, I want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> so go to the beach, cry. Crying is the best way to yeah. let your emotions out. I literally have to tell my clients... Have you cried lately? Yeah. Because you need to just to let that out. Yeah. Because literally. I, I'm the same. I literally cried for like three days the other day for no reason. I'm on my honeymoon. Life's good. Why am I crying? <laughs> You're a cracker. <laughs> um, so basically, I just sort of wanted to get you on here because I just think that everyone needs some sunshine in their life. Everyone needs an Angie. <laughs> oh, honestly. Um, you're one of my favorite people to follow and like be friends with. So Love thank that. you honestly so much for coming on. Um, you've been through a lot, but yeah. also like super empowering for a lot of people. So I think that's awesome. <clears throat> um, what I always do when I end an episode <laughs> is like a quick fire round of questions. Now I've just oh sort God. of asked one of them. So you're going to have to answer them as quickly as possible. Um, but are you ready? I don't know if I am because I talk so much. These questions might not be quick. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. So one thing you couldn't go a day without. Oh, my husband. Cute. Love him. <laughs> I knew you would say that. Yeah. What is your go-to breakfast? Um, happy Way smoothie, banana and almond milk. Yum. So yummy. Um, this is gross, but on the breakfast topic, would you rather eat a slug or a huntsman? I don't even know what a huntsman is. Like the daddy, like the, not the daddy. Oh, the no, no, no. Like the, um, the, the frilly ones, the fluffy. Ooh. big. Oh, nice. this is. <laughs> Maybe a slug. Yeah. Because I can blend just, it. Oh, I was going to say just swallow it, but anyway. I'm like, blend it. What is your biggest fear? Heights. Yes. I hate heights, but I will try and overcome them. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I actually did, in side note really quickly, in Cairns, I did the, oh, the, did the you? sky rail The thing. sky rail. Oh, that was, that was interesting. It's beautiful, but... It is it very is, high. It's very high, very high. <laughs> um, and last thing to end it on a positive, what is your number one message in life to those listening? Um, oh, caught me off guard here. I know. Um... Oh my goodness, okay. no, I'm going to be too slow. That's all right. <laughs> Don't take life too seriously, I think. Yeah. Um, live in the moment and just be positive because a day only lasts 24 hours. Yeah. And tomorrow's a new one. And I tell my clients that all the time because when you're having the shittest day, I think it's nice to know that it's going to end. Yes. And then you can wake up afresh. 100%. I think that's super important. I love that. Yeah. Um, now where can we find you on socials? Okay. So my Instagram is at Angie New Sephora underscore PT. You're going to have to change that soon. Yeah. I'm going to have to change that. I don't know. I'll link it. I'll link it. And, um, yeah, that's probably my main socials. Just find me on Instagram. Um, I don't use the others too hard. No, too much work. (laughs) Too much work. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. I'm sure everyone have loved it. Again, give her a follow. And if you're in Cairns, of course, hit her. And see me. <laughs> all right. Thank you, my doll. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you. If you liked today's episode, please share it on your story and leave a five-star review on the Let's Be Real podcast. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions for me, topics you'd like to be covered or anything at all, please do not hesitate to contact me on Insta or email. Also, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, see the show notes below for my info. Otherwise, 
Find me on the gram at Naomi underscore Z McKillop or at letsbereal.podcast. That is all for today, fam. Have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And remember, become a more evolved you.